Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Breakfast um, is pretty important. Yeah. I think also dinner. And um, also lunch. lunch. Yeah. Elevensies. <laughs> second breakfast. Ah, second breakfast. Supper. Yeah. Uh, midnight. Brinner. Brinner when Brinner. you want breakfast for sure. dinner. Uh, um, uh, fourth meal. <laughs> yes. Fourth meal uh, is very important. The munchies. Those the munchies are also very, very important. important. I get, you know what I've been doing recently? Um, so I haven't been eating my gummies at night as much as I would like. Your weed gummies. My, <laughs> my marijuana gummies. Um, I haven't been eating them very frequently recently just because I haven't gotten new ones. But I had like I forgot that I had some. So I took one the other night and I was like, OK, I'm going to go to sleep. And then for some reason, I just like I got up and I was like, oh, I'm going to munch on something. And. Can I tell you, I woke up with my full bag of almonds empty. I ate them all. Oh, my God. You ate a whole bag of almonds. such a bad idea. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, I ate all of these? Who mm. am I? I'm Shelby. I'm Sam. It's the Rob Complex. Woo! One, two, one, two, three, four. a meat suit that's a suit it's made out of meat and you and me and me and you meat suit Boys I Love Before. To all the boys Starring, I Love Before. Starring uh, Noah Senta. Uh, hey, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Noah Senta. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Ah, that was the best dad joke I've ever come up with in my whole life. It's really good. It was, it was great. I, he says, whoa, 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 hey, 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 a lot. Every other, like, moment in a scene. It's like he has his dialogue. Mm-hmm. And then if he has a really nice good bit like a good chunk of dialogue that he says everything in the rest of the scene is just him going whoa 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 whoa." yeah yeah like his first of all his first line in the movie is hey (laughs) (laughs) to be fair Mm -hmm. uh yeah and then his Uh. second line is whoa (laughs) i don't think that's true that's not true Oh, but yeah. if it were, then this would fit our our, our thesis our, statement. <laughs> and in this essay, <laughs> it's our TED talk about Noah Centineo. Just about lines. Noah Centineo. Uh, <laughs> just Centineo. <laughs> it's a Noah. <laughs> uh, oh gosh, I love this movie. I really like it. I, it makes me so happy. It makes me smile a lot. It's a cute teen rom-com based on the book by Jenny Han. Yes, which I've read. I've read all three of these books. Oh, great. And a lot of other Jenny Han books. I've heard they're really good in in young adult romance circles, um, but I didn't read them. But yeah, they're, I mean, they'll come for you, you know? They really will. There's an yeah. initiation. Yeah. There's hazing. I was, yeah, yeah, it was really rough. Uh-huh. It was a really rough couple you, years You had me. to get into that club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. I can't, I'm not allowed to talk about it, though, legally. Mm-hmm. Jenny Han spanked you, I heard. <laughs> With her bare hands. Wow. On my bare ass. Honestly, it's pretty, pretty hot. <laughs> I have to cool down for a second. Excuse me. Uh, are you as hot as uh, Noah Centineo was in that hot tub? Ooh, boy. Ooh. So this movie, I did not read the book, but I did, you know, watch the movie. And then yes. we watched it again just now. Yeah, we just together. watched it. It was fantastic. Um, because the second one, when this episode drops, the second movie in the series will have come out yesterday. yesterday. Congratulations. <laughs> Good job. I've probably already watched it twice by now. Yeah. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. I probably waited till midnight to watch it. I mean, And then I watched it probably the next day. I again. am in... <laughs> 
Jersey City yeah, for work. You are. So who knows what I'm doing? As long as right you got now. a laptop and some Wi-Fi, <laughs> I do. You've got it. I will also have my boyfriend with me. I'm not sure if he'll want he to watch definitely, it. He <laughs> definitely, Richard, Richard, come on. Uh, I'm talking directly to you right now. He definitely watched it with me is what you're saying. Yes. I Congrats so, to have a boyfriend who loves you so much. He'll watch the sequel to a movie he probably hasn't even seen. No. Honestly, when I was watching, I was watching How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and I got like halfway through. Right. And he was like, oh, let's just finish watching. And I, he talked, he was talking about an episode of The Mandalorian that we were watching, but oh. I thought he meant the movie. I was like, oh, you no. want to watch the rest of this movie? And he's oh like, God. he's like, oh, no, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, At least he's honest. Yeah. You know? I, so this movie, Tell oh. the Boys I Love Before. Yes. I love this movie. It's good. To I, all the movies I love before. <laughs> I didn't know. I wasn't on the Noah Centineo train. Yes. Woo woo. Until I watched. I mean, I hadn't seen him in anything. Woo woo. Yeah. Um, and then I watched I think before this, this I think before this dropped, his claim to fame, his only thing that he really had going was uh, The Fosters. The Fosters, which I did not watch. I did watch that show, and it's funny, it's because he actually replaced an actor. So Jake T. Austin played the brother on that show for, like, two seasons. And then he went to football camp uh-huh. and came back, and he was ten times bigger, and he was no Centineo. <laughs> wow. Yeah, crazy. That's all I knew him from. <laughs> but, like, I remember – so I watched uh, – I read – like I said, I read these books, and when they announced that they were making a movie, I was like, yo, I'm so excited about this. Um, and I watched the trailer and I was like tracking, you know, like that, yeah. that's the thing that I've done too. Like when I know, um, something that I've read or liked really much, like a lot is going to be made into a movie. I'm like, okay, I'm going to, who, who's being cast? Who's the lead? Who, you know, what, wow. what, what I wish info? I cared about that I stuff. Do. <laughs> it's weird. I used yeah. to do it a lot more when I was younger. Yeah. Um, but I really, this, this series is just a really, it's really it's a really fun read I guess I would probably do that if I if something I like books I really liked were mm-hmm. getting me into something but I mean maybe but that but usually the time it's usually most of the time it's like they cast someone and I'm like I have no idea who that is. yeah <laughs> they're like oh this character will be played by this person you've never seen before yeah in your life. and I'm like oh I don't, I don't it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> I didn't know who the actors were when they cast right. him either. I was just like, okay, when's this movie coming out? So yeah. I'd constantly like, be reminded and then go looking on the internet and be like, so-and-so just got cast. I'm like, okay, yeah, but when's it coming out? Right. <laughs> I didn't know the – I didn't really get the Noah Centineo hype. And then mm-hmm. I watched this movie finally, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, yeah, he's cute. He's yeah, very he's cute and so very charming. Cute in this movie. Yeah. He, he looks says, like a, whoa, a whoa, cute little lot. puppy dog. He, yeah, he does, like, he just, I don't, there's something, like, maybe it's just the way he's styled in this movie, like, mm-hmm. his hair and, like, his clothes and stuff, but I'm just like, oh, he's a cute little boy. Uh, <laughs> what a cutie. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I guess for people who haven't seen this movie yeah, or read the books, do a quick brief, little synapse. Brief recap. A, be, uh, a brief, be very brief. Um, so it's about a girl named Lara Jean, and she is a Korean-American, which is very um, on purpose. Uh, yeah, she's like half She's, she's half, half Korean, Korean and half American. White. Half white. <laughs> white. Uh, you can be Korean and American, Sam. You're right. <laughs> she's a Korean white. She's a Korean-American-American. American-American, yeah. She's double American. Um, so <laughs> she is, so she's one of three girls. Her I'm mom sorry, died a double American. Little. It sounds like that's the new requirement for running for president. <laughs> you can't just be, a, be an American. You have to be, you have to be double American. American. Excuse I mean, me. I only want double Americans representing me. I'll take office. a double American. That feels like a drink that you would like a cocktail you would name at like a, like a political launch party. Yeah. Like an American American. American. Or just at like a, a, hip, double, a fucking hipster bar yeah. <laughs> during election season a, like it would uh, have to be can I get a double American can it's I get got a double what, like what is like rye what wait bourbon which one yeah. Kentucky bourbon yeah and uh what else is super American 
apples. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a Kentucky bourbon with a slice of apple in uh, it. It's def- no, let's, oh, okay, it's, it's served in a, it's served in, in an, an apple, apple pie. pie. Yep. Okay, so it's moonshine in an and apple pie. Bourbon and apple pie. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, what you do is you cut all, you cut the pie, and then you just drink from the pie tin, the bourbon. Yeah, out you of go the pie tin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a straw. Okay, so sometimes. you cut through the pie crust, yeah. and in in the filling is just the the cocktail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. But it's it's like a good old slice of American pie. Mm-hmm. American a double apple American pie. pie. Double American apple pie. It sounds really good. I would not drink it. If no. I'm being honest. I mean, it's. I would think I, I would, would try eat it the for pie. the for the novelty. I would eat the pie. You'd eat the crust. <laughs> Just go pie crust. No, I want the whole pie. Like yeah, the but filling. the filling is the cocktail. Okay, well, then I would say, okay, then I would say, listen, I don't want your cocktail. Just bring me an apple pie. There you go. <laughs> Just bring me an apple pie and a fork, and I got you. Ah, I've done so it before. Want, I'll do it I, again. I see. So you want the single American. <laughs> No double American for you. I'm the bartender in this scenario. I would That's also, the bartender voice. And then I would get really offended by saying, how do you know I'm single? You know? <laughs> well, are, are you? But I'm are, you uh, are you single? Uh, never mind. I shouldn't ask that at work. What I'm, was the I'm question? <laughs> I'll just uh, go. I'll just go get your pie. Uh, I'm uh, sorry. I have to go. Bye, <laughs> mom. Can you pick me up? I'm scared. <laughs> exactly how, what happens every time any guy shows interest in you. So yeah, I run away. Um. So anyway, back to the premise of this movie. Um. So her big sister leaves for school in Scotland, uh, and it's just her and her little sister. And she started. She's going back to high school, and her sister unbeknownst to her we find this out later actually you don't find out that her little sister did this but she Laura Jean has these letters that she's written to these boys that she had super intense crushes on one of the boys is her sister's ex-boyfriend boyfriend Mm ex-boyfriend one is um a guy that uh, like in middle school that she kind of had a little bit of a crush on one's a guy from model un that she had a crush on one is this other kid that they went to a middle school dance that she had a crush on um, yeah, there's like five of them. There's five. But the, really the important ones, one. I think, are... Um, but yeah, so what happens is is that her sister un, uh, like mails these out to these boys. And so these boys le- all get whoa, these letters. Whoa, okay, Sam, I think you're they're focusing on the wrong part of the letters. <laughs> she writes these intensely romantic letters to yeah, her crushes. Yeah, that's what I said. And she addresses them, and her little sister sends them out. Yeah, and without then, telling her. Right. So, so she gets goes blindsided. Yeah, and and Peter Kavinsky, played by PK. Noah Centineo, comes up to her and is like, uh, Hey, can I talk to you for a second? Look. Listen, I know you think I I'm really cute, but like I'm not into this you. This isn't going to work out. Yep. Like, I just want to be clear about that. And that's when Laura Jean has her first brain aneurysm and realizes that these letters somehow got out. So then she passes out. She wakes up. And he's like, hey, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, sorry. Like, that was old. You don't pay attention to that. And as she says that, she sees Josh, her sister's ex-boyfriend. Like, walking toward Yeah, super recent ex, walking towards her with a letter in his hand. And that's when she's like, oh, shit. He, Peter's not the only one that got this letter. All of the letters are gone. So, so in her mind, <laughs> the best like, how do I scenario. get him to not think that I'm into him and also tell him to leave me alone? I grab the boy and I make out with his face. She just straights up she, sucks on that boy's she face. She not only sucks on his face, she literally grabs him and like pushes him and gets on top of him. Yeah, she like leans over him. Yeah, and then, she smooches him real hard. And then she gets up and he's like, hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what is yeah. happening? And then, and then she runs away. Right, and then he finds her, blah, 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 yeah. blah, whatever. They decide... That they're gonna they're fake, gonna fake date. date to make his recent ex girlfriend jealous, and we love a fake dating and scenario here love. on the rom complex. I think it'd be top three, top three rom com. Do tropes. you think it ever happens? Do you think there are any IRL? real? Yeah, IRL fake dating. You know, I don't. I Except don't for like celebrities. They're probably fake dating all the time. True. But I mean, like. Real but people. like real people. <laughs> I don't know. But you know what? I have thought about it recently since my sister's getting married. I have toyed with the the idea of not hiring a date, but like finding someone to be like, hey, do you want to fake date me to my sister's wedding so that I don't have to deal with my family? Yeah. Um, I've considered it, but I'm like, so that's maybe not it, real. Maybe some people do do it. Maybe they are like in a in a pretty desperate 
place and they decide, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to ask Reddit. <laughs> I'm going to get Dear on Reddit, Reddit or something. <laughs> Does this happen? Yes or no? Tell has, me your stories. I need, <gasps> that would be fun. We could read anyone, real life stories. Yeah. Do fake it. dating. Post it on Reddit. I don't use Reddit, so I wouldn't know. I'll Sorry. make another Reddit. Okay. Because I don't, I'll make another account. Make a rom-com Reddit. Okay. Rom-complex Reddit. Because I can't use yours. My, I got, I got my regular Reddit, my R2 Shelby 2. Yeah. I don't really use that one. I use the one that no one else knows well, the yeah, name of. Well, yeah, Reddit. Duh, obviously. Yeah. So you can use your R2 Shelby 2 to post yeah, the question. Yeah, maybe I will. Who, who even cares, you know? Yeah, I'll use that one. Anyway. Anyway, so they decide to fake date, and they and make they, this cute little contract. And then they fall in love. And then they slowly, well, okay, so since we're only hearing the story from Laura Jean, Laura Jean starts falling for, for... What's his name? Peter. Um, <laughs> I was going, Noah, Noah, Noah. That's not it. Noah. <laughs> um, she starts really liking Peter. And so she's conflicted because she is like, oh, this is like not a real relationship. But and like, this takes I... place over the course of months. It does. And the yeah, I think at first the time lapse is kind of weird. Yeah. We don't really know. But then they make it more obvious with the like. They say signs in the hallway. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, it's December now. You're like, oh, OK. Um, so they start to like each other and then there's a really hot and sexy moment that happens in the hot tub on the ski trip. Mm. Um, cause they both kind of confess that they're like a little into each other. And then they start kissing. And then they kiss in a hot tub, which, uh, we all know where this is going. Sex tape. Someone recorded it. And put it on Instagram. And so Lara Jean is embarrassed. Which we're assuming is Peter's ex girlfriend? Yeah, and when when Lara Jean I think you confronts out later her, her, not in oh this in the movie. book or, yeah, or no, later like in the series. Okay, because mm-hmm. when Lara Jean confronts her, she's like, "It wasn't me, yeah. for the record, or yeah. whatever." And it's like, so "Okay, you're like the only person it could be." Yeah, <laughs> like who um, else would do that? The thing about the video is that it. People just people assume they're having sex in the hot tub, even though it looks even though nothing. they're just like they're making out and they're probably like grinding against each other. Like, a but but barely. I'm just saying yeah. she's like 16 and like <laughs> and like so he's 16 or whatever. You're not they're not 16 year olds aren't having slow sensual sex <laughs> like they're. <laughs> they're gonna I be, mean, when I was 16. It's going to be really uh, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I didn't have sex at 16. You know, but these Gen Zers, <laughs> that's how they have sex. It's very slow and sensual. You know what? I believe that. I don't. I actually, <laughs> I think it's the opposite. They have to have sex, like, really fast because they're like, we're all going to die. Right. Uh, they're like, we better get this out before Because global warming. Or war or whatever, yeah. <laughs> they're way more conscious of world events. Right, that's it. Like, it would be yeah. a... I think those 60-year-olds having sex in a hot tub, first of all, not good for you to have sex underwater. No, definitely not good for the vagine. Not good for the vagine. Um, Especially, like, chlorinated hot tub water. Yeah. Like, water or whatever. hot tub, for some reason. Okay. The thought of doing anything sexual in a hot tub, I mean, I guess it was cold out around them, but, like, it's off-putting. I feel like hot tub water is slimy. Not that I won't hang out in a hot tub, but yeah, I don't, like I don't feel clean too. in yeah, a hot tub. It's like weirdly soapy. Like not clean soapy like a bubble bath, but like soapy because there are random bubbles. <laughs> you know? You know, just random. Just random They're bubbles. They're so random. They're random bubbles. Random bubbles is the nemes- so nemesis random. of the, the scrubbing bubbles. <laughs> So you got the, <laughs> yeah, you've, it's, you have the scrub- been at war for a long time. Right. The scrub- scrubbing bubbles are like the protagonists, you know, and then like they're going along and then sometimes. Yeah, but a new story. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at it from the random bubbles Yeah, then side, they think they're the protagonists. They're like, we're just going out here doing our thing whenever the heck we want. Yeah. We have to contend with these scrubbing bubbles just yeah. going straight line. These scrubbing they got bubbles their with, their, with their regimes and their routines and, and their, their vagines. <laughs> Are they all lady bubbles? I, they are now. <laughs> yes. All female stories. <laughs> uh, we we were talking about the hot tub. We were. So they have sex in a hot tub. No. Um, no. <laughs> no. I'm just out here spreading we rumors. Just sex. like, <laughs> That's just like they did. <laughs> 
Um, so after the ski trip, Jen, his ex-girlfriend, says some crafty things to make Laura Jean self-conscious, I guess, and, like, really yeah. question her relationship. So she breaks up with Peter on the spot, like, literally barely even talking to him. And she's like, did you go to Jen's room last night? And he was like, yes, but, uh, okay, no, we're broken up. I could Which see I get, how it's maybe like, in her 16. head she was like, oh, we were making out, but that's, like, all we did. Maybe he, like, went, went there to finish there to- the job. Yeah. <laughs> To finish the job. Right. It makes sex sound like an assassination. I mean, it could be. Uh, yeah, I have a contract out on this <laughs> on this orgasm tonight. There was just, there was a second shooter. Oh my god. It's also my dick. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Um so yeah. <laughs> So she breaks up with him and then they have a lot of awkward moments in the hall. And then she realizes that she was actually in love with him, but she doesn't want to admit that she was in love with him because if it was real, then she actually lost a person that she cares about. Right. Um, but then she realizes that he's been writing her this love letter all the time in these little baby notes that he would yeah, leave for her. Yeah, he wrote her notes every day. Yeah, and it was really cute. And then she realized, wait, I do love this guy. And so she drives. Oh, she's scared of driving. Don't know why. Um driving's really she's easy. She's bad at it. She is, but like driving's really easy, so I don't get it. Um <laughs> I think if you're indecisive, like she so clearly true, is, true, driving is quite hard. I guess, yeah, you can't decide what lane you want to stay in. Right. Although it didn't seem like she was on any highways. So I don't know, there was like one road that Yeah, they that's what I'm saying. So like Seems really easy. You're not in L.A. with your eight lanes of traffic. Uh, they're you know? Portland. There's a lot of stuff going on. Lots like of turns and stuff. <laughs> All I'm uh, saying is I driving is disagree. really easy. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't understand people. You're just really hard on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Driving. I hate thing. Laura Jean. No. Um. So she drives all the way to school, even though she hates driving. And she tells Peter, hey, I think I kind of like you. Um. And then he tells her, hey, I think I'm in love with you. Whoa, whoa. And he drops the L. That escalated quickly, am I right? And then they kiss and they decide that they're going to real date instead of fake date. Yeah. And then Laura Jean wants to know what you put in a contract for a real relationship. And he's like, you don't make a contract, stupid. You just trust each other. You just trust each other and you fall in love. Um, and then they set up in the post-credit Marvel-style scene mm-hmm. that the one lost letter that we couldn't keep track of that went to a John Ambrose McLaren, yes, he has three names, he comes to the door. And right. so they kind of foreshadowed the sequel that we obviously got. Because I think when this movie was released, they didn't know that they were going to do a, the sequels. Sequel. yeah. Um, and so this confirmed that they are doing the sequels. They're doing both of them. They actually filmed both of them. Great. Uh, the sequel and the third movie at the same time. So I think both of them are getting released this year. What's the last one called? Because the, For, the, uh, Forever and Always, Laura Jean. Cute. Yeah. Because it's to all the boys I love before, P.S. I'm still not over you. And Forever and Always, Laura Jean. Adorbs. Adorbs. How do you feel about this movie? Um, I love this movie. And I'll tell you why. Please um, do. So I identify. Well, OK. I identify as a mix of characters in this movie. Um, I identify with her older sister, Margot, because Margot is like, oh, I get to go to college. I can pick a college on the other side of the continent or on the other side of the world in a different, it's a a different continent. She goes to Scotland. Yeah. It's on the other (laughs) side of the world. Whatever. I can go really far away for school. Got it. Leaving. You studied abroad, right? I did study abroad. And I also, after college, I never lived at home for longer than like a summer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, like, a year after college, I moved to Chicago, and I lived in Chicago, and then I moved here to L.A. Woo! Yay! And now I'm here. Um, so I identify with her a lot. But what I kind of want to talk about is, so Laura Jean is is kind of portrayed as this, like, hopeless romantic. Um, she's obsessed with romance She's obsessed. Novels. She reads all these, like, what is she, uh, what does Chris call them? The bodice, bodice rippers. rippers. She's always daydreaming about always. her sister's boyfriend. Yes, yes. And what I actually really like about this movie is, like, that magical realism, because it reminds me a lot of Jane the Virgin, mm-hmm. where Jane would kind of, like, write 
a character and then she would imagine herself as that character. Yeah. That there's a lot of that in this movie where she's like thinking about Josh and then like she imagines Josh as they're talking to her mm-hmm. or like she imagines them in a field or like, you know, like all this stuff. So um, I really like that stuff. And I think to a degree, I'm a lot like that um, in the sense that I'm thinking I'm like, oh, like how cool would this be if, you know, like this happened or like thinking kind of in the in the most fantastical way right. about either a relationship oh, or about yeah. love in general. I get I I've gotten into some real intense daydreams. Oh yeah. Especially when I'm crushing crush. My thing is that I can't keep a secret for the life of me. If I have a crush on somebody, everybody's going to know. Yeah. I would never keep it secret. You know, for the longest time, my crushes were locked down. I didn't trust anybody. Not even the person I had a crush on. I didn't literally, like, nobody would know. I mean, they would all know because obviously, like, I'm, like, physically or, like, doing something weird. Like, they would all know. Because every time I would never confirm it. (laughs) Every time the person spoke, you'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) oh my God, you're so funny. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) All he said was hi. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Hi. Hi. Oh, man. Where do you come up with this stuff? Are you a comedy writer? Uh, no. Um, Seriously, you should put together a packet for <laughs> SNL. Uh, yeah, they're looking for younger people. Oh, I hate those so much. <laughs> this is a fantasy I no longer want to take part in. Um, you must have taken UCB 101 all the way through 401. Are you in a private group? Are you like studying like a private? T- oh my god, you're so funny. Any performances that I can come see? Like you're I'm so great. <laughs> I mean, not not because just because I love comedy, not just yeah, yeah. yeah. Just I, just, I just I just like, really need comedy. you know like shows to go see. You know, I'm always looking for new things. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, like I never confessed any any of those things um, to anyone, including myself, probably. Um, but the thing that I kind of was misstruck by is like the movie painted. So Lara Jean's one of three sisters, right? So you mm-hmm. have Lara Jean, you have Margot, her older sister who went to Scotland. And then you have Kitty, her little sister who's like in sixth grade. Um, so they paint all of these characters as like very different right. people. And I think a lot of what the, I'm not saying it's like the thesis of the movie, but a lot of what they do to compare Lara Jean and Margot is to say that, like, Lara Jean is the dreamer. She's the fantasizer. She is the, you know, hopeless romantic. And Margot's the realist. Mm-hmm. Um, and my question is, why can't you be both? Because uh, yeah. I feel like I'm both. I am the type of person that will take a small situation and then think of all of the fantastical things that could happen. Right. Like if I go on a first date and the first date goes really well, I start to. Oh, and then we can, you know, like, oh, and then this could happen and this could happen. It would be really, really, really great. Right. And then my Margot brain goes, calm the fuck down, bitch. You've only been on one date. (laughs) Like you need to slow down. Like that's not realistic. Hey, slow your roll. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I see. I think that. I kind of saw it as, yeah, Margot is kind of realistic and and a little uptight about it. Yeah. But then once she went away to Scotland, she kind of she seemed to like chill out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like she came home early as a surprise, right. and she seemed a little more chill. She'd been like going out to bars and stuff, yeah. and like same with Lara Jean when she started hanging out with. Uh, Peter. Peter Kavinsky she like opened up more and seemed more fun like she was really shy and closed off I and just didn't think- really have a lot of friends and then I think Kitty is always was always kind of open mm-hmm. and fun loving because she's a kid so yeah. I think it was just she's like child. they became they were only so different because of their like stresses well I'm not ta- and, I'm and, not like, necessarily talking about like their personality I'm talking about their idea of what love right is. right because like they it's definitely just like oh yeah she's reading the romance novel she's having these fantasies yeah and that's how she believes in love right because margo's like i'm leaving for college i broke up with my high school boyfriend because i'm leaving yeah you know what i mean so i mean and that's not to say that margo because it's not kind it's not obvious or like pretty out there but when she comes back for christmas uh and they're like oh should we invite josh over you can tell that she still has an emotional reaction because she's mm-hmm. like 
oh no 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 no. it should just be family so like you can still tell that it's it affects her in a certain way right but because she's always kind of had to be the caregiver because their mom died um at such a young age that she doesn't um she doesn't let that deter her she's like no this was the plan i broke up with him because i'm a college now and my, right. The one thing my mother taught me before she died was not to go to college with a boyfriend. Kind of fucked up that she knew the whole time she was going to break up with a guy when she went away yeah. to college. And she did not but it's seem also, to express it also that to him. It makes sense, though, because she, like, left to Scotland. I think if she would have went to, like, a local portland college she probably would have stayed with him well i don't know because she said her mom the one thing her mom told her was that it was to not go to college with a boyfriend so it seems like she always knew she wasn't gonna go to college with a boyfriend (laughs) their relationship seems really cold to me anyway yeah so like maybe she just didn't like him enough and that's why she wasn't like all dreamy and fantasy about it but like who's to say that her version of liking someone or, or being or actually loving someone mm-hmm. is any less valid because it's not super dope right no of course which but is I, I feel think... like is what I don't know not that they're saying that but I do feel like a lot of people think that especially in like these teen movies it's like the girl who's kind of like you know it's it's all this passion and all this other stuff but it's like Margot had to grow up pretty fast. You yeah. know what I mean? She had to You're take not, care of She's two not kids. looking for like a whirlwind in any no, way. No, she's looking for steady. She's yeah. looking for good. And I think Josh is that person. Josh is a good like guy. He's the boy next door. He's the boy next door. He's a good guy. He knows their family. He's always understanding. Like mm-hmm. the fact that they brought Laura Jean on all of their dates. Right. He was just like, okay. Because like, she was friends with him. Yeah, because she was friends time. with Josh before. That's why she had a crush on him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think it's interesting, like, these ideas that we play with, like, especially in teen movies. Like, I feel like it, it gets different when you focus on love movies about adults. Because, like, there's, like, a different idea of what love is when you're yeah. 30 versus love when you're 16 mm-hmm. or 17 or 18 or whatever. But I do think it's, like, interesting to see kind of, like, like, Kitty's the more mischievous one. She's the one that sent out the letter. She's kind of like, I just want you to have a boyfriend so you'll leave me alone, you know? I did. I kind of related to her. I love Kitty. Um, and here's why. <laughs> I think because when I was a when I was a kid like that when I was younger, or some sometimes, I'll, I mean, I wouldn't do, like, do stuff like that now. But mm-hmm. when I was a kid, like, sometimes I would notice people were clearly, or, like, in my head, I was like, oh, they think this thing, and they want to do this thing, so I'm just going to do it for it. Like, you know, I, I'm trying I to think that. of, like, I would just, I thought people should should be, like, really honest and, like, go out there and do this stuff. So maybe I would tell would people give them a something. Yeah, I, exactly. I would give people nudges. Which is, yeah, which like is not, what she did. Right. And I, I'm not saying I would mail letters like that. <laughs> but maybe so I would, personal. like, I would, like, try to find out if a guy was interested in my friend or whatever. Very, you yeah. know, sneakily or whatever. Just, like, you know, I'm going to get into someone else's business i'm gonna get up in there i get that i've (laughs) definitely played matchmaker on more than one occasion where i'm like so yeah like my friend shelby she's really she's really cool right (laughs) what do you think but you did you don't even do it like that you're just like oh my god i was just talking to shelby i love her so much and she's so great yeah. What's your favorite thing about her? Tell me <laughs> the top five things you love about Shelby. Here are the, my top five. Her hair, her face, her laugh, her boobs, her feet. Done. Top five. Name your top five now. That's what Do I Do my say. boobs and my feet, shouldn't those each count as two things? <laughs> really no, no, they come as seven. a pair. Okay, got it. A, a pair of boobs. A pair of boobs. A, a pair, pair of feet. feet. Yeah. Got it. I don't know why I said feet. I hate feet. <laughs> but you like mine. Because I don't. In my but I don't like anybody's feet. It's not just you. It's literally anyone. Can I say your hands? I love. I love hands. Hands are my favorite body part. Is that weird? No. I'm kind of obsessed because we do have to do everything with our hands. Tell me more about this hand obsession. <laughs> I'm not obsessed. I mean, I watch a lot of videos on the internet but it's not obsession no i just really i just i mean something completely (laughs) different to sam uh it's research um listen i i just really like hands i just think they're really interesting they are really interesting i I think that's the idea that we could like almost not function without them but plenty of people do but they do so many people have no hands yeah 
right in but if you have no hands <laughs> look ma no hands i've uh, seen people do amazing things with their feet like live yeah. their whole life with their feet no but it yeah it requires a lot of adapting it does but it's just it's so it there's just so interesting yeah i hold a lot of tension in my hands too which is interesting oh, to me oh interesting mm-hmm. i hold yeah. it in my tummy oh cute <laughs> and my jaw <laughs> in just, my shoulders i just my have my too. teeth clenched ah uh, <laughs> like yes i i've felt that so one of the things I like about this movie is <laughs> that there's there's a lot of scenes. Or there's some scenes where Lara Jean and Peter Kavinsky are talking to each other. They're kind of revealing something emotional to yeah. each other, just talking about how how her mom died or how his dad left. I know, those are really cute. And in those scenes, they're never looking straight at each other. Like when they're confessing something or being vulnerable, they're kind of looking off to the side. I never which noticed that. I totally get so <laughs> hard to make eye contact with people when you are being vulnerable. Even in therapy, I look like out the window. Oh, I don't I look, look at, at my therapy. I don't look at I my look therapist. At the pillow that I'm holding on my lap oh nice mm-hmm. I my therapist has always has a big open window behind her oh. so I look out the window <laughs> that's nice yeah yeah but so I, I, like I, I don't think I've ever noticed that but that is very like that's a very real yeah. reaction and like that's the fun not funny but that's the thing about that too is that they're not confessing things that are like Oh, I'm self-conscious. Not that that's not a valid, like, vulnerability or anything. But they're, like, talking about their parents that aren't there. You know what I mean? So they're able to connect on, like, a a certain level that, like, Peter knows that she would understand what it's like to have a parent that's not there anymore. And the same for her. Like, she, yeah, it's not to the same extent. Like, his dad's not dead. His dad just left. But in a way, it's kind of almost like, oh, he chose to leave. Because I think at one point he talks about, oh, yeah, like he's off with his new family and his yeah. new wife and his new kid. And that's a different set of vulnerability that, like, not a lot of people get. But they they recognize that they can talk about that stuff with each other yeah, and not feel self-conscious about it, which is really sweet. It's really interesting. So th- there's a part um, – at the end, when Largy, after all this has happened, and before she goes to see, uh, I keep wanting to call him Noah. <laughs> before oh, she Noah. goes to see Peter again, she's talking to Josh because he was her friend for so long. Yeah. And she's explaining about the letter and saying, like, oh, I did have these feelings for you, and this is why, blah, blah, blah. And then she's talking about, um, you know, Peter Kavinsky, and he says something like, you know, you can't just keep it a secret. You have to tell people how you feel when you feel it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Like, I didn't, I, I didn't even, for a lot of my teenage years, I didn't even realize there was another way to live. Like, yeah. I didn't, I'm, even when I'm watching this movie and there's clearly, developing feelings for each other i mean of course more clearly for her because it's from her perspective but it's pretty clear that he has feelings for her oh, yeah, like for sure. kind of early yeah um and the fact that he picks fights with her over stupid shit like you yeah. don't even post about us on your instagram yeah. it's like that actually cute. hurts his feelings <laughs> like he wants you to show him up and and i'm just thinking in the in this scenario like how they're dating for months because yeah. they get together what like early like at the beginning of the school year yeah at the beginning of the school year and the ski trip happens in December in December so, so it's a few months yeah. like f- you know three months mm-hmm. or something that they're together right and I I'm like for me as soon as I started having feeling with feelings for this guy I would start I would tell him or I would be talking right. to about it to everybody like I right. wouldn't be able to keep my mouth shut I wouldn't be able to th- stop thinking about it like when we're together you know and uh so it's just like wild to me that they could have these feelings for each other but just be like we're fake dating you know <laughs> right and I think I think part of the reason that 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 even exists is be- is this whole conceit that she doesn't tell anybody or he right. does- neither of them tell anybody which is nuts to me like I know that they agreed to keep it a secret or whatever but like my best friend's gonna fucking know about it. Like, but she does. All- tell, she tells Josh, and she tells Lucas. Is that his name? Lucas, yeah, another guy, guy. She sends a letter to who's, which who's out like openly gay. Yeah, now, so he doesn't. So he doesn't he's return not a, the favor. Right, he's not he a return threat. That. I guess. Uh, yeah, sure. They're just friends. Yeah. So like, 
But like yeah. the fact that she doesn't tell Chris is it blows my mind. Chris is her adorable, her cute little blonde, crazy eyed friend, her crazy eyed truant friend who yeah. skips school all the time to go to EDM <laughs> concerts. And well, she she leaves campus during lunch. Yeah, to get Subway, Subway. <laughs> product placement. Yes, contraband. <laughs> um, yeah, the fact that she doesn't tell her, and I think that's probably why. I think if she would have told Chris, this is fake like we're just doing this because xyz like give like lay out the reasons yeah then i think as the relationship progressed and she kind of sees her then i think chris would have told her like you're being stupid you actually like this boy like just right because just no one it. had a reason to tell her mm-hmm. this isn't fake right like because clearly to everyone else it seemed obvious that they liked each other right because they were dating they wouldn't and have to be fair to she doesn't it. tell lucas until the ski trip that's true like so he knows then. about the letters, but he doesn't know they're fake dating mm-hmm. until the ski trip. And then from there, he convinces her to go to the hot tub. Right. And, and make a sex tape. And make a sex tape. <laughs> that's what they did. That's the thing. They keep calling it, like, saying, oh, we made a sex tape. It's just like, I don't... That's not what I a sex tape I feel like, like people wouldn't assume <laughs> they were having sex. Then again... It is high school, and if one person was like, "Oh, they were definitely yeah. having sex," and like, and I it, see how it was it would also spread. like the trip that most people lost their virginities on, right? You know, it's like the yeah. sex ski trip. You know how every school has a sex ski trip? Yeah, we didn't. I mean, we didn't have a ski trip because we were in Florida. But yeah. uh, I'm trying to think if there was any. If there were any trips, trip. we didn't. We had like grad night, but that was. But we didn't stay the night. It was. Yeah. we drove to Orlando for grad night and then right. came back. At we like did four too. We were we were a lot closer to Orlando than you yeah, were, we but were three hours away. I didn't go to it because that cost money. I didn't have any. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It was only like it was like eighty bucks or something. But when yeah. I was in high school, eighty bucks was like I don't have that. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, the other thing that I love. Or that I identify with and also love, but I identify with is there's that scene right after their first, right after the first party scene yeah, where they're in the diner and he's like, no, but for real, like, tell me, like, why haven't you ever had a boyfriend? First of all, hate that question. Because <laughs> uh, it's like, I don't know. Boys just don't like me. Like, how are you supposed to answer that question? Like, Legit, I, I need, please okay. tell me, how do you answer that um, question? Well, I think what he was asking of her, well, for, I think he was confused because like, you know, she's clearly like cute a great girl. and fun to be around. Right? right. And, and she clearly wants to have a boyfriend. Like she felt all of these things, right? right. For all these guys. So why hadn't she ever had one? And he just like was curious if there was some sort of other thing going on. Right. Um, and what turns out is like she doesn't even know right because that would require her to look more deeply inside herself well, I and be a little more does. honest well, with herself she is on and that's when she is honest with right. him and she says that and i a hundred percent i uh agree identify feel this sentiment she was like you know love and dating it's fun to read about and to write about but when it comes to real life it's kind of scary. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, I, I get that. I get that not wanting to put yourself out there. And then she also adds in, like, the trauma of losing her mom. The more people you let in, the more people that can leave you. Right. Shelby knows that I have a problem with that line. Oh, you, we're not yeah, because the line is, like, the more people... Can just walk right out. Who and walk it, into your... You let yeah. into the, your life, the more people can, can walk, walk out. out. And it implies that her mom left her, but her mom died your mom died it's it was bad i'm Mm -hmm. sorry i just don't like it um but yeah so you know that i think first of all that is the first moment where they have a really honest and frank conversation because i think everything before that was kind of just like well yeah maybe we should fake date uh and then they go to this party for the first time and then they go to the diner afterwards and this is the first time she opens up with him and that's when he decides to open up about the whole dad thing um so that's the moment that they kind of connect for the first time, which I think is really, it's really cute. It but I just cute. like that. I just like that he didn't laugh at her or judge her for that. Like for yeah. her actual feelings, he kind of just saw her. And then in seeing her in this vulnerable state, he was like, okay, I can. It's basically like, okay, you gave me some vulnerability. I'll give you some too. Just to kind of make her more comfortable. And it's cute because, and that's the thing, the thing that I never really understood, well, I get it, 
in like in terms of tropes is that when she finds out that Peter went to Jen's hotel room the night before, she automatically assumes he's an asshole jock. Mm-hmm. When there's been no evidence. No, he's been so this sweet the whole, whole movie. Time. Yeah. There's no, like, he's never, like, a lot of these movies, they start off showing the guy kind of doing a shitty thing or, like, maybe he picks on someone or, like, is part of a mob that's picking on someone. I don't know. Right. Um, but there's none of that in this movie. He even, like, apologizes for his girlfriend's yeah. behavior at the beginning of the movie yeah. when she's so a like, jerk. Why are you assuming he's an asshole? He's literally never shown you that he's an asshole. Yeah, he plays lacrosse. That's literally it. Yeah. Like, you can't. That's rude. Well, you uh, know lacrosse only draws the worst. <laughs> The worst of the souls passing through this They're all caught in that little net thing. They get caught in the little net thing. Whatever the hell those are called. I don't know. Net sticks. Lacrosse? That's a wealthy man's sport. It's... Like I know, I went to I a very know, rich. Co- I don't know anything. You know, about that's any the funny thing. My uh, my college was so wealthy. We didn't have a football team. We had a lacrosse team. Ugh. Our girls' lacrosse was better than our boys' lacrosse. Good job. Yeah, shout out. Um, but yeah, so she like gives him no benefit of the doubt in that moment. I guess she's emotional. She's sixteen. She's stupid. Um, I think she has. She cannot even fathom. That he has, like, real feelings. Real feelings. Yeah. Because even in that scene they were talking about where she first opens up and then he opens up and he's like, well, what, you seem, you're, like, being open with me right now, mm-hmm. right? And she's like, well, this is fake. You yeah. know, I don't have to worry about it. And he kind of gets it. He really gets, like. Hurt. He gets butt hurt, hurt about it. Yeah, but not, but in, like, a, what, he's like, all right. Oh, yeah. Well, time to go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. It's fake. Um, I also just want to give a shout out to uh, Lara Jean's dad, a.k.a. Aiden from Sex and the City. I don't even know that actor's name. I love him. John Corbett. John (laughs) Corbett. I love him. He's so cute in this whole movie. He is just like a good, fun dad character. (laughs) He like messes up cooking dinner in the very beginning. And he's a gynecologist. And Chris gives him shit about it, which is kind of funny. And then when he's like an OB, right? Yeah, he's an OB. Yeah, because he delivers babies. I think you do Yeah, he do both. You do both. But yeah, and then when he's dropping her off, for the ski trip, he gives her a bag of condoms because he's like, personally, as your dad, I think you're too young to have sex. But I also know that right. unwanted pregnancies happen when people think that they're going to be abstinent. So here's a bag full of condoms. Which it's like it should that bag full of condoms did not come back up. It was only for that bit. Yeah, like, there was no. Yeah. The, the the bag of condoms did not resurface. No. Do you think they'll make an appearance in the next movie? I and- hope so. Let's see the bag of condoms. Bag of well, justice for the bag of condoms. Right, and justice I could tell they were they were just regular Trojans yeah. based on the wrapper. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we paused it so she could look. I did. Well, you didn't have to. I could recognize that color <laughs> from a mile away. The way the light glinted I, off I mean, of I, the foil. If wrapping. you want some, I got a whole. I got a big old box of them in my drawer. I don't use them. So. Yeah, because you know, a lot, most of unwanted pregnancies happen when you're expecting abstinence. Look, so. I have an IUD. <laughs> and a clear STD screen. <laughs> I'm not using condoms. Congratulations, <laughs> dude. So, like, okay, on the topic of the sequel, though. Um, yes, on the topic of the sequel. So, right after we watched this movie, I made Shelby watch the trailer for the second one because I'm V excited. Um, and the second one would already come out when this episode airs. But right. I just want to talk about really quickly, little little hit on the trailer and what we what we think we're expecting and how excited are we I'm very excited I'm for the sequel okay I used to have a bigger problem with love triangles I guess because I'd be like no but she's clearly supposed to be with this person yes. why is this an other person yes <laughs> but um like I'll always go for like the main canon relationship like, like the one she starts out in whoever like when I read Twilight yeah. I was uh, I was like why would she be with Jacob? And when I read Hunger Games, I'm like, why she would gotta she go with Peta, yeah. you know? Like, why would she go with Gail? That's his name. Right. Got it. Um, but now I'm like, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, for, I mean, it's like, I'll have a, I, I'm just, you know, watching it for fun. It doesn't affect me as right. much. Right, right. I, I think it's just the tension of her, of like these multiple options yeah. stresses me out. Yeah. And um, she's also Laura Jean as a character is really indecisive as you mentioned earlier. Yes. So it's like between two ferns. Two cute you know. boys. Yeah. 
Um, I'm so interested. So, uh, like I said, I've read the books and it's very interesting, uh, the way that this folds out and I don't, I'm speculating cause I obviously haven't seen the, the new movie yet. Well, you have at the, yeah. So, so I know exactly what happened, <laughs> but exactly. before you saw it, but before I saw it, this was my speculation. Okay. Um, so, uh, in the book, this John Ambrose character comes back and they start to form a friendship but the reason that it becomes a love triangle is because in the process of her becoming friends again with this guy who clearly has a crush on her but she's like not looking at it like that she's like okay he's back we're friends fine um is because peter starts to get really close again to jen because jen's going through some family crisis shit but peter won't tell Laura Jean because he's like I can't tell you what's happening but stuff is happening so Laura Jean on her end is like no she's just like making shit up so that you're hanging out with her you're going to her house or whatever so she starts so there becomes like a distance between her and Peter basically and that's why that's where there's a John enough of a distance for John Ambrose to just get in there get his little foot in the door get his little foot in the door and he's like hey I want to be here too (laughs) Uh, he's very small he's very small very yeah very sized and then at the at the end he hooks up with one of the small ladies (laughs) small ladies uh (laughs) back by popular demand back by popular demand yeah he actually dates all three small ladies he dates well four four well one of them dies right so three three small ladies (laughs) well he dates the fourth one before she dies she's a child I hate it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that's the reason that this love triangle can exist uh, in the world of this. Yeah, movie, no, that makes sense. Book series, I could see that. That's just, and also John Ambrose is just like a really sweet character, yeah. uh, who genuinely really just likes her, right? Uh, and he will have her as a friend like he it's not like he's like no i must date her he's like oh no like i i can be your friend yeah but i still have a crush on you but also i can be your friend have you ever had someone you were friends with like say have a crush on you like admit a crush on you admit a crush on me no mm-hmm. but like I, have a crush on you you're like yeah i know that. well guy. yeah everyone <laughs> has a crush on that's me. true have you met me <laughs> i'm great <laughs> i thought stunning personality I and i post a lot of thirst traps on instagram so <laughs> true <laughs> uh i mean <laughs> i look just at them trapping those thirsties everywhere yeah. i had a friend that the description of that character reminds me of this guy i was friends with in college who i had known him in high school mm-hmm. um and then we hung out a few times in college not like one-on-one or anything we just go to like party like the same like little parties or whatever and mm-hmm. i had a boyfriend but one time he was walking me back to my apartment and i don't know how we got on the co- the topic but basically it was like yeah like everyone has a crush on you like i've had a crush on you you know all this stuff. and i was life. just like what? <laughs> i'm sorry you what that yeah. is a rom-com like that's never happened to me oh um that is a rom-com moment though of like the oh yeah like I have. And you're like, what? You yeah. No, you're kidding. And he's like, no, not kidding. If I was probably a little tipsy and I had a boyfriend, I was like, not, not, you into know, it. not, I mean, not trying to, not trying to No. Right. He was a perfectly nice, fun Young boy. and adorable guy who I totally, it probably would have been better to date him than a guy who lived four hours away. Probably. But, you know, I didn't do that. So <laughs> young Shelby was dumb. Oh, well, shout out that guy. Sorry about the missed chances. Yeah, I, I've never had someone do that to me, but I unrequited love is not is something I'm very familiar with. Yeah, uh, I always had crushes on people who I would never tell, but I'd fantasize about telling. You know, like so I you are the large gene. I am the large gene. I would, you know, I would think about the the context in which I would confess. Oh, you know, just because I think you're really cool and I, I, kinda, I, I think I like you you know like yeah I like, wouldn't say that um but you never I did, did. I never did it I don't think I've ever had a crush on someone and not told you know them. It, I think it's because <laughs> or not been like really forward about it I don't know if we've talked about this before but my first experience in a situation like this I did in my own way not very bluntly but also pretty obviously 
confess, and it didn't end well. Mm. So it soured me for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's Including today. I'm still sour. Sour milk. Hmm. Well, you can't cry over sour milk. milk. Is that? Does that work? Sure. I could. I mean, have you ever uh, opened milk and you thought it was good and you took a a, a little swig of it and it wasn't and you cried because it was gross? No, <laughs> that's happened to me. I've never. Or poured it on cereal thinking it was good milk and then immediately smelling it and be like, no, I just wasted all that cereal okay, on the sour milk. Okay, I think I milk. have done that. Yeah, I've done that. Both like when I was younger, but I don't, I don't, I don't use real milk. I only use like almond milk now, but. Um, Even then, that almond milk goes bad. <laughs> I've never had almond milk go bad. But I, I, I knew, here's a weird thing that I've seen people do uh-huh. where they like don't want to smell the milk. They're like, I don't know how old this milk is. I don't know if it's good. And then they'll just pour it on something. And I'm like, why won't you just smell the milk? Oh, that's like, weird. You're gonna- <laughs> I smell it. And I look at it to see if it makes any weird... If it's chunky. You gotta see if it's chunky. I also don't drink milk. For as much as I love cheese, I don't drink milk. No. I don't drink milk either. I don't have milk or almond milk or like any variation. I have almond milk because I'll go on kicks where all I want to eat is cereal. cereal. Yes. I also use almond milk in cereal and mashed potatoes. Mm. I got instant mashed potatoes that I make. Nice. I just add more butter. Mm. Um... Water and butter for instant mashed potatoes. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm American trash. Uh, double American. Double American. That's how I got my double American. Yeah. American trash. Done. This is it's my new podcast. I feel like we could keep talking about we this. We probably movie. could. I really like this movie. Um, top, top takeaway is tell people how you feel. Tell people how you feel. Are you going to take that to heart, Sam? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. No, I will definitely It's not. easier said than done. Oh, yeah. But I do It's think- easy to do in a movie because, uh, sorry, it's scripted. Uh, right. <laughs> life is not. You never know how people are going to react. I uh, do think that, yeah, that basic message of, of the movie is solid. Yeah. I don't know if the fake dating ever actually happens. Should I fake date someone as, as an experiment? Yeah. See if anyone will agree to it. Okay. I'll p- put but it they, on Instagram. But the thing is, you they also have to have a reason to fake date you. Yeah. You're right. I'll put out on my dating profiles. Actually, I did do this as my bio for a while. Was uh, just looking for a guy who's looking for a girl to fake, to be his fake date to his sister's wedding. Right. family is overbearing or something like that. It was like something like that. Um. And that's still true. I'm still looking for that because yeah. I do want to fake date someone. I think it's easier in high school though because there's more like pressure, right? Because because like the other person also has to re- have to have a reason mm-hmm. to do it. So for you, it could be like uh, I've seen a movie where she hired the guy, yeah. an actor, to do it. Which in that. LA you could find you. Could, oh, I probably could. You'd have to pay them, mm-hmm. but you could be like it's an acting ooh, gig, ooh. or I can tell them that we're shooting a web series. There you go. <laughs> and then hire them and be like, we have to do this. It's for and they're like, art. Are, where are the cameras? <laughs> this is your big break, dude, okay? <laughs> I'm doing this for your career. I have so many credits. <laughs> On um, IMDb. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, mostly they're because I, you know, donated to Kickstarters. Yeah, but, <laughs> but that's it. Um, but, but then he would break up with me because it's a real lie. I think what you need. I think we what need you need mutual investment. That's, right. So you're going to Puerto Rico for a wedding. I am. You need to find a guy who needs to get to Puerto Rico for some reason. Oh, okay. I'll put out a Craigslist ad. Does yeah. That still work? Does anyone need to get to Puerto Rico? Who needs to get to Then you probably have to like pay for his plane ticket. Oh, I don't want to do that. My plane ticket was so expensive. Yeah. I don't want to pay for another one. I'm sorry. I think you're gonna have to put some money into this unless you find someone who has a real legit. Well, that's like the movie The Wedding wedding. Date, which we should totally do on this show, where she legit pays him and also all of his accommodations. Right. For him to go to her sister's wedding. Oh, my God. I mean, uh, the holiday engagement. She Ah, pays a guy, an actor, to go to Thanksgiving with her. True, 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 true. Um, One day I will fulfill this. I don't know when and I don't know how, but it is my life's mission to find a scenario in which I meet someone who needs to fake date me as much as I need to fake date them. I think the, that's just one of the lies that the 
that the rom coms tell us is oh, that no, this could ever happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's literally the most unrealistic scenario we are presented with, and yet it's my favorite like part of rom coms. What are the fake odds? dating? All right. Well, well, listeners, if you got any ideas, if you know anyone who needs a fake date to a wedding or wants to be a fake d- needs ooh, to be yeah. a fake date to a wedding, yeah. uh, please hit us up. Yes. The rom complex at gmail.com. Ooh, and don't forget, uh, I mean, the the new to all the boys I love before movie came out yesterday. So watch, watch it on it. Netflix. We're not sponsored. Because it'll by be them. fun. We're not sponsored, but it's fun. <laughs> um and we're just really passionate, yeah, you know, about the film franchise. This is a free free plug for them. Yeah, free plug. Follow us on Instagram at the, the Rom Complex. Follow us on Twitter at the Rom Complex. And keep falling in love with yourself, and then tell yourself about it. Don't keep yeah. it secret. Bye. Bye. Bye.